Marymount, or the Puritan Woodstock. Thomas Morton was an English lawyer who came to Massachusetts and settled just south of Boston in a seaside outpost he called Marymount, later Marymount, now part of Quincy. A free thinker, Morton established good relations with the local tribes, particularly the maiden folk, and sold them English firearms. He also took an escaped indentured servants from Plymouth Plantation, which then was a Jonestown-like cult compound and aptly run by separatists, as the pilgrims called themselves. Morton thought his new community would be the perfect spot to revive some of the old European folkways, which he saw as being remarkably similar to some of the local customs. And in 1627, Morton decided to throw an old-fashioned May Day revel, complete with wine, women, and song. Morton later bragged that settlers indulged in revels and merriment after the old English custom, setting up a maypole and brewing a barrel of excellent beer, and invited all and sundry to celebrate and bring along drums, guns, pistols, and other fitting instruments for the purpose. The pious governor of Plymouth, William Bradford, was predictably outraged by Morton and his entourage, cataloging their transgressions in his History of Plymouth Plantation, drinking and dancing about the Maypole many days together, inviting the Indian women for their consorts, dancing and frisking together, like so many fairies, or furries rather, and worse practices, as if they had anew revived and celebrated the feasts of the Roman goddess Flora, or the beastly practices of the mad Bacchanalians. It was here that Thomas Morton composed America's first rock and roll song, a hilariously bawdy celebration of sex, drink, and chasing after strange gods. The first verse invokes Hymen, an undoubtedly intentional double entendre, son of Dionysus and Aphrodite. Drink and be merry, merry, merry boys, let all your delight be in the Hymen's joys. Hail to Hymen, now that day is come, about the merry maypole take a room, make green garlands, bring bottles out, and fill sweet nectar freely about. There's also a direct come-on to the local Indian girls, giving notice that nymphs and lasses and beaver coats were always welcome to come drink with the men at Marymount. Morton's prosperous settlement threw two May Day revels, but the Puritans were having none of it. They called it the Calf of Horeb, and stood at defiance with the place, naming it Mount Dagon. Sure enough, complaints were lodged, Morton was arrested, and sent back to England, and his settlement was disbanded. He fled England when Cromwell's bloodthirsty thugs took power, but when he returned to Massachusetts he found that the Indian population had been decimated, and that the Puritans had a cold, wet jail cell waiting for him. On his release he fled the area and died in Maine in 1647. By the end of the century, the witch trials would be underway in Salem, about 30 miles from Marymount. Ironically, the city of Salem today is a hotbed for the neo-paganism Morton once tried to bring to America.